a Radio 191 FM podcast. And right now I'm joined by Otago Museum Education Manager Kate Tinsdean. Morena to you, Kate. How are we doing? Morena, Jamie. I'm good, thank you. Thank you for coming in this morning because I know you're still working from home. Yes, I am. Yes, I haven't got back out of my bubble quite yet. Yep, yep. Nice, nice. Um, and that kind of... Um, Works well because what you do is, um, as as the education manager, um, you know, you run the education programs at the museum, and they're still online based. We know that ed- that the museum, Taro Museum, has been used widely for for decades, uh, including back in my day, as a great education tool for the for the students of Dunedin, Otago, and Otago Southland. Um, and, you know, um, COVID-19 has hit all institutions um, pretty hard, uh, and especially the Otago Museum in terms of uh, how you can still get the information out, help educate kids along the way. So what exactly has the museum done um, and put into practice um, over the last couple of months? Well, it's been a very interesting time, that's for sure, for us. And, of course, for my team, we're all about working directly with people and Mm. working with kids. So not being able to do that, um, it's amazing how much you realise how much you miss the little monkeys when they come (laughs) in and see you. So that's been one thing. Um, First of all, when we first went into lockdown, we focused on the online content development that that the whole museum team was doing. So we did a whole lot of stuff for the at-home portal. Um, and then probably about two weeks into lockdown, I had a meeting with LEOTC, which is the Ministry of Education people, and they basically said, online content development, you guys can't do what you usually do, so we want you to just put as much of your material online for schools, and that's what we've really been focusing on for the last probably six weeks. Yeah, so you're trying to translate what you do in real world into the online mm. sphere. Um, and, and that must be quite difficult because when you're at the museum, you know, it's all it's it's everything. It's all senses, right? It's, yeah. All five senses are at play. Mm. You, you think, you know, it's just objects and you're just looking, but you're not. No. And you're not supposed to touch, but sometimes you can touch. You know, there's the big green stone uh, that mm-hmm. I love to touch. Yep. Um, you know, there's the everything, even the smells of the place mm-hmm. are really important. So, I mean, how do you how do you begin to even move some of that that stuff that is very visceral onto an online platform well i'm pretty lucky actually because in my previous job i was a program development developer at otago polytechnic (laughs) so half of my job there was basically helping people put their programs online so (laughs) in terms of all my colleagues in um, museum education and gallery education and stuff a lot of them are really struggling so i was really lucky to have that knowledge, even though it's a wee bit outdated now, it yeah. still was something to fall back on. So, yep, you're right, we have a real focus on experiential learning, mm. on that whole igniting all the senses and having a real experience that kids will remember, hopefully, for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so that is tricky, but what we're trying to do is put together bundles, so we're calling them learning bundles, that kind of provide written information, video, activities. So we're just trying to really keep that sort of focus on igniting all the different senses by getting people to do things rather than just be passive yeah. recipients of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, rather than just reading text or yeah. looking at pictures, you want to do more. So um, with your background, um, how many other staff members came crawling to you going, please help? Not really anybody. I mean, you know, I've got a really small team. There's only 2.6 people in my team. And so... Um, oh, I love I love the modern workforce. Two point six. <laughs> yeah, I've got one that's uh, three days a week, which yeah. is yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, we just sort of I think 
Education at Otago Museum, we do tend to sort of float under the radar a wee bit. Mm. We're, we're a little bit on the edge of everything. Like, we, we're kind of business as usual, but we're kind of doing our own thing. So, yeah. and I think that just carried on during lockdown. Yeah. Um, the one, one of the ways we did things, though, is that with the, the, the mixture of the online content for just families and general people and the stuff for schools, was that we've actually created a bit of a connection between them. So the, the activities that we put on, the online content, actually link through to our education modules so we're mm-hmm. trying to just be a bit flexible in the way we provide information and, and activities yeah i mean are you going to be used are these things that you've been creating are these going to be used in the future to complement um the the in-house things that go on you know especially now that you can probably reach more schools because not every school comes right i mean there'd probably be some schools maybe riverton or i mean even if you're talking about otago south and we're talking about Stuart island as mm-hmm. well you know so uh and even further afield you can go outside of our traditional region so th- uh, are you going to keep these platforms and and these uh, tools and, and keep using them in the future yeah, so I think there's two two things about that. So the first one is that um, when I went to Polytech, there was a lot of talk about this sort of thing, about whether it's valuable putting stuff that you would usually charge people for or mm. get some kind of benefit from out there online for free. Yeah. And there was a lot of discussion around whether that's a good idea. I think for us it's really about showcasing our knowledge and, and also like our kind of strengths. So we've focused on programs that are what I see as our strengths as an education team. So the planetarium, yep. astronomy, mm-hmm. Maori um, culture is yep. another area, and then also things like the mummy, ancient Egypt, and um, and fossils. Those are the other two we're focusing on. So so it will act as a bit of a an insight into the way we work, and I'm hoping that teachers will be able to look at it and say, well, these guys are amazing, let's yeah. come to the museum, yeah, so there's yeah, that part yeah, of it. Yeah. It does have a flow-on effect. We will have to keep updating it and, and mm, making sure the content keeps up to date and it's relevant as time goes on. So we're going to have to work in some new processes. But I think the whole experience has shown us that there's other ways we can work that are really effective and mm-hmm. actually like you say they break down those barriers of access for yeah. schools that are not you know across the road or around the corner yeah i think all institutions uh, of learning mm-hmm. uh, are finding it the, the same as well while um you know but they, they still understand that that boots on the ground is the most important thing like i mean you think about the university uh, it's all well and good doing distance learning which is great and they've come up with really great ideas mm-hmm. But university is also about social interaction and learning to, you know, um, navigate yourself through um, the the world and mm. just doing it at home. You you don't get, you don't learn those life lessons alongside the lessons that you're learning in your chosen field. Definitely, it will never replace the kind of traditional <laughs> museum education experience. Mm. It's still. And so we're really gearing up for, you know, July, for Term 3. Um, we've got the Dinosaur Revolution exhibition starting up yes, in the amazing. holidays. So there's going to be lots of cool things. And, you know, we just feel really lucky to live here and to be having these opportunities to actually do that stuff in the next six months. Yes, and, and no doubt um, the bookings will be quite high, are they? <laughs> yeah, well, we have with sleepovers. All of our sleepovers, obviously, last term, pretty much all of them were cancelled. We had yeah. two that carried on. Um, the rest of them were cancelled or postponed. Mm-hmm. So they've all pushed into the last <laughs> half of the year. So we've got... It's actually not too bad. We've got 12 next term or 13 and 18 the term after. So we're not going to take any more bookings for sleepovers. That'll, that'll be us for the 
Yeah, and we're, you know, we're looking at our holiday programs. So there's lots of things yeah. that we're, you know, using this time to really evaluate and think about what we do and how we do it, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. has actually been quite, um, you know, it's a really lucky thing to be able to do. Often you don't get a chance to do that. You just keep going. Yeah, so. indeed. So maybe, just maybe you might get your 2.6 up to 3. That would be lovely. Well, it was 2.4, <laughs> and now it's 2.6, hey, so I've good. gone up two, a whole day a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, well, with that, you know, is the ministry recognising the work that you've been putting in, that the museum's been putting in, and which other museums around the country know how to doing the same? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, maybe they're starting to see the importance and the value um, of, of this as well. Yeah, well, the funding's been static for at least the last five or six years. Mm. It hasn't changed at all from ministry. Our contract was due to end at the end of last year, and they've extended everybody, all the LEOTC, the learning experiences outside the classroom contracts, have been extended to the end of next year. Yeah, and they're going to be having a national round at the end of next year. So they are changing the whole structure of it. Yeah. Don't know if that's going to translate into a change in the funding model or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I think we're in a really good place for us anyway because our numbers are so strong and also you know we're obviously showing we can be quite innovative at the yeah. moment yeah and, and that's another wonderful thing that has come out of, of COVID-19 mm. and while it's it's been hard and it's been hard to work from home as well uh, but the work that people have put in in, in all areas of, of life and um, in all different kind of workspaces has been phenomenal mm. um, you know the way the country's come together in, in so many different ways it's been incredible to see how well um, we've adapted um, so congratulations to you and to everybody else out there as well, 5 million Can strong. Can I just say one more thing about that, is that for me personally, being in lockdown, um, you know, it was a pretty, it's a bit of a scary time, a, yeah. little, a little anxiety floating around and stuff. Mm. So for me, being able to build something yeah. at a time when you're watching the world kind of falling apart <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was really, really good for me yeah. um, personally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really been, I really appreciate the the opportunity from the museum to be able to do that. Yeah, thank you, museum. Thank you very thank much. You, it, it's good to have something to focus on. It really, <laughs> really is. I know I had a lot to focus on. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So, I mean, are there some parts of this that, that just, you know, if I'm at home with my kids this weekend, I can mm. access myself? Yes. So, so on um, the Otago Museum website, there is otagomuseum.nz. There is um, at home. So that's mm, yep. otagomuseum.nz forward slash at home. That's lots of content, mostly directed at children. But mm-hmm. um, and there's lots of activities and um, you know there's quite a bit about astronomy, stargazing, and and other crafts and all sorts of stuff on there. Um, but then there's also the education online portal, which is otagomuseum.nz forward slash education. Mm-hmm. And that is um, our two learning modules. One's astronomy and the other one's just a set of videos. So we're working on another six at the moment. Wow. And they'll be up in the next kind of month or so. Of course the first one's astronomy. Yeah. Isn't that right, boss man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be really. Didn't it? <laughs> it did. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that that's great, and um, we've done the we've done some of the on uh, at home stuff mm. um, from the museum, and it's been really good. It's been cool. really great. So, um, thank you for that. Oh well, and thank you for so much for coming in. It's always a pleasure having you in the studio. Yeah, good to see you again. Yes, indeed. Have yourself a wonderful day, and it's so great. You were actually the first the first um, live guest. Oh wow. Yeah. So oh, there you go. I feel very special. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kate. <laughs> That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.